Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We are going to be live right here on the Twitch tomorrow for our Impact Co stream. Oh, that's right. I, I don't know how many uh, uh, appearances Kenny Omega is going to make on Impact. This could oh. be. Oh, oh. I know one. This could then this if that's true, this could be the well, one time tomorrow, you can catch. Tomorrow. I mean, just tomorrow he'll have one appearance tomorrow. Subsequent weeks, who knows? I mean, he's not going to be multiple segments tomorrow. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant uh, no, one no, time. No, no. Yeah, nobody. I don't. Nobody really knows on that no, one. How many times? I thought you meant how many times? Be tomorrow's episode. One. It's going to be tomorrow. three minutes. Plop down middle yep. of the episode. Probably oh, shot no, no, from no. a hotel room at the end. They're going to make people. Wait through the oh, entire episode. Oh, you think they're going to pull that on you, huh? Oh, heck yeah. Wow. They should bookend it. They should do, like, have them shoot 10 minutes. You do five at the beginning, five at the end. Maybe, maybe. That, that'd be smart. Anyways, we're going to find out tomorrow. Larson's going to be with us for the Impact stream. Uh, so, and the Enforcer's going to be here, too. So that should be a lot of fun. Join us then, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, there's a brand new episode of That's Not Scary with me and my wife. We tell ghost stories that friendos send in. Uh, you can check that at youtube.com forward slash that's not scary. We've got holiday sales right now going at friendomarket.com and friendomerch.com. Check those out. Let's talk about Raw. What a great third hour <laughs> that we had to sit through two yeah, hours. Yeah, third to hour was pretty good. And it's just a shame that uh, uh, my, my energy was sapped for my, my <laughs> vessel prior to that. I think this was a case of pacing on one hand and not enough juicy matches on the other because the first hour, you know, whenever they do, if they had done, if they had put either Lashley Hardy to kick off the show or even better, maybe Ms. Morrison, AJ drew uh, Seamus to kick it you're, off. You're looking too deep into it. You take Ms. TV out. You put something interesting there. Yeah. The show feels better. You put Ms. TV and give it like 10 minutes. Oh, it just saps the life force from you. Yeah, but look at how this thing kicked off. 
Uh, I understand your point. I know it's a lot of talking for Randy Orton, some Bray Wyatt stuff. It takes forever. I'm telling you, when when Biz TV kicks off that second hour, <laughs> I feel like I'm already four hours of the show. Of yeah, a three but hour dude, show by the end of TV. by the end of hour one, it felt like I was deep into hour three because you got like there, there was no why, listen, listen, this no, is why. because this there is were why. no this meaty matches. This is why. I know this is why. why. This is why because you get an hour, and you're like, all right, I'm expecting something good. It's kicking off the second hour. Oh, Ms. TV. You're all in on dumping on Miz. I hate Miz. I'll be honest. Miz TV kills whatever momentum a show may have, and the show doesn't have momentum. I'm telling you, man, it you, introduces negative momentum into the show. If you kick out, you feel like you're going backwards. Well, I think one of the bigger issues also tonight was that there was so much rehashing. There were so many, so many recaps of what were, happened in the episode. Yeah, right. There were like a lot of recaps from. La- there were a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of problems. The first there was two tons hours. of recaps. There, there was, was just a, recaps all over the place. Uh, let, let's, let's, let's kick off though with what I'm putting in the thumbnail. Cause I thought it was legitimately cool. The encounter between in the main event between Randy Orton and, and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Cause I thought this was kind of cool. So Randy Orton uh, started the show saying, I want Bray. I want to fight Bray Wyatt, not the fiend. Cause I got that at TLC. Firefly so Bray. Yeah. I want Firefly Bray sweater Bray. Right. So they have a really fun match. Goes to the outside is pretty brutal. Bray is a lot. Of, I I love watching, especially because we rarely get to see him wrestle. It's it's a treat when we do. He did a thing where right before they go to commercial break, he gets into the mic and says, "Yeah, we wow, we will be right back," which is a great little piece of meta storytelling right there. Uh, so towards the finish, I thought this was really clever. You had a uh, Wyatt trying a uh, sister Abigail, uh, uh, Orton countering with an eye poke, a draping DDT. The lights sort of half go out. Orton hits his RKO, and then the rest of them go down as he covers. When the red lights come up, moments later, he's in the same pinning position, but with the Fiend. I thought that was kind of a cool situation. What do you think is going to happen with them next week? And then the Fiend has to win it. At, Randy Orton's got to get Randy Orton's going to get the upper hand next week. Then the Fiend goes over at TLC. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that's oh, how the yeah. fiend is booked. This is all about expunging that whole prior feud from the the Bray Wyatt's uh, record. That's mm-hmm. what this is about. This is about getting that L back. Getting Any that chance w they reference that, that match? L. Any chance they reference that match or that TLC one? Get some uh, some shots of like maggots on the floor or whatever. They should. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of neat, huh? They should. But if you're not gonna have a full on Firefly Funhouse type match, add elements. Bring Firefly Funhouse to Thunder. Which, by the way, tonight was last night. At, at uh, Amway Center, yeah. Amway see, Center. See that picture of them getting to set up at Tropicana Field. Yeah, I wonder if there's even going to be a noticeable difference. I wonder if they they should try to know. make some sort. I mean, of... they built their own uh, essentially risers in the stands. Yeah, with the LED screens on. That's how I figured they'd do it. Yeah, so it's, you're probably going to not notice much of a difference. Probably. Um, but uh, but yeah, like like we said, the, the the last hour had some quality stuff. I like the stuff with uh, Drew and Sheamus. I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric Alexander was a bright spot. Oh, he's great. He's great as well. I love that he's he's on this whole aggro, like aggro guy kick. He's like outdoing everybody else in hurt business in terms of being like super hurt business. You know? Yeah. Like I don't want to. I, I hate saying this because I know the wrestling industry is sensitive to it, but it it it's got the ro- the the roid rage thing going for it. You know, the guy the guy in the bar who's always super aggro, and you're like, what's that guy's deal? Is it roid rage or something? Um, even though you don't look at Cedric and think and think roids, uh, the 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 
irrationally angry Cedric Alexander and then like almost matches. And, and then like overly exuberant celebrations once he gets a win. At least he didn't ignore his stablemates tonight. Right. I love that stuff. I God, That's I think great. it's I think it's so it's good. Great. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I like that stuff. I mean there was stuff to like, but good lord, yeah, the first 2 hours were such a mishmash of like not a lot not a lot actually happening. There's just so many rehashed things. Yeah, there's not so a lot many of story. Recaps, so like many again, recaps. the third time, the third time Lana and Asuka in some form or, fa- or fashion gets a win over Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And here's the thing. Lana's probably going to beat Nia yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's going to be her win in this feud because uh Asuka and Lana are not winning those tag titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, yeah, for the first 2 hours of the show, honestly, Let me I, ask I you think this. I texted you. Yeah, go ahead. You have a match between uh, without a doubt the two greatest champions in NXT history, yeah. Asuka and Shayna. Yeah. And you just toss it on Raw yeah. with zero build. Yeah. Sorry, not zero build, because there's a build for between the the, the four of them for the tag titles. No, I no, but it's... not a program centered around the, the Raw women's title, and you don't build towards this match as a title clash, which it should be. You incorporate the story from NXT. There's so much to work with. No, it's just that's there. Yeah, it's that, there the, that's the problem though. I was I was do it. I know, man. I was I was watching. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, you know, because I think I started doing the dishes when that came on because I knew, I knew, I knew this has nothing to do with Oscar and Shayna. This is all about Lana. This is Lana's story mm-hmm. that these other that Oscar and Shayna, two of the most dominant champions of their generation, have been roped into, uh, and now they're having a match. And you're thinking to yourself, this is like. A main, this is like a WrestleMania level match, Oscar versus Shayna Baszler. But you know, because this is just part of Lana's story, that this is going to be a five minute goof. And that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's exactly what it was. There was more shots of Lana and Nia Jax in this match than there was of the actual match taking place. Yep. Yep. Um, short. And I, I get that, the, I get that they're telling, I get that they're telling that story right now and that's why i kind of semi forgive it because they are telling a story it is it is a shame though i i feel you well, it, it is i don't, totally I don't feel shame. like it has to be a mutually exclusive thing you could tell the story with lana and actually tell the story with oscar too apart from her being just involved in the lana story ideally but do you hey, wwe they, they can't do that they don't know how to do that they they focus they, it's one focus and then everybody sort of is in I understand orbit that, that but story. I don't think I'm in the wrong for asking more especially when you get talents on the no, caliber of Austin, you should always Shana ask Baszler. for more you yeah. should demand more when you yeah. got two stellar hey, competitors talents you tell me where to sign I'll sign it on I'll put it on there all right you got a piece of paper in front of you I mean that's Dr- not gonna uh, we got to do drop a contract a change.org petition how about that yeah but I can't do that on paper all right well where do, you, on- where, do you, where do you go to fill out the change.org petition. Uh, does anybody know the website for change.org? Do we know that? Anybody? Anybody, anybody in chat? If you know, know the leave, it, leave it in the comments, please. Please leave, leave it in the, the comments, comments below. Yeah. I don't know where to go. Anyway, please fill me and tell me and tell me where I have to go to fill out this change.org petition, and I will fill it out. I'll put it on there. I'll put it on there. I just need to know where to go. Anyways, Randy Orton opens raw. He says, "I'll be knocking on that funhouse door, wondering who's going to let me in." That's the only piece Hold of dialogue on. I got. What? Hold on. He never what? even came close to the Funhouse door, nor did he knock on anything during the course of this episode. Are they going to do that next week? Because they said they were going to no, do it. No, it was advertised week. for this week. He invited himself to the Firefly Funhouse, and he never stepped foot inside. That's yeah, false he advertising. Even, he didn't even come close. That's he false advertising. I'm going to add that to my change.org petition once I find out Does where to Does anybody know where to go for change.org? I'm going to write it down. 
All right, make else. note of, of 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 that. So yeah, he's talking about uh, he smashed his moral compass years ago. Uh, he's gonna come face to face with the devil and look at him in the eyes. Let him know the most devil evil. digs. Most evil sob on earth has come home. Uh, then Bray shows up with the Tron. Uh, Ord's like, I'm the last person you want to play games with, Bray. And Bray is excited. He goes games. And it's time for, I like the title of this. It's very clever. Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's get, Randy. get Randy. That's very clever. It's got a very 70s vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, it would it, if this was a thing on Buzzer, it would be hosted by your dude. What's his name? Oh, Gene Rayburn, probably. Gene yeah. Rayburn. Gene yeah. Rayburn. He had a um, weird face, huh? <laughs> all right. So anyways, Bray is game show host now. The panel is Rambling Rabbit, Huskus, and Mercy the Buzzard. They are the contestants. Sorry. And they're playing for the Crucix, of course, mm-hmm. that was involved in Randy and Bray's previous uh, feud. Also, the rotting carcass of Friendship Frog. That's disgusting. That's yeah, pretty gross. So the first question was, how should Randy be punished at TLC? Uh, they all gave wrong answers, but Rambling Rabbit, in uh, or, uh, Wyatt's mind, gave, the, in his words, a revolting answer. says the Fiend and Orton should sit and calmly talk about their feelings. Um, Bray says, I have the right answer, or he always has the right answer. Uh, Orton says, I'll play your games. Uh, I want to match against you tonight. Bray Wyatt, and Bray says, I accept. I accept. After that, we had Asuka versus Shayna Baszler, a 30-minute Iron Man match between these two, and it was a five-star affair. Psych, it was five minutes, and uh, it ended with a roll-up because of a distraction on the outside with Lana. Well, the, 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 I have more notes for this match uh, about what happened uh, during Nia and Shayna's backstage promo. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. I'll be that honest. was pretty funny. So they have a promo, and, and Nia's like, hey, Shayna, you're the queen of spades, one half of the most feared tag team ever. Your focus is, is on demolishing Asuka, but we're not going to just demolish Lana. That would be too good when, they're fin- when we're finished with her. Her face is going to be all ugly. We're going to twist her and contort her in all sorts of different directions. And Shannon goes, yeah, her front is going to look like her back and her back's going to look like her front. And Naya says, she's going to have boobs on her back. And Shayna just gives her a nod. <laughs> and it's like Naya didn't bat an eye. She's kind of shrugged. It's like, all right, let's go. The delivery was pretty damn funny. Yeah, these two, These two really do have chemistry. I, they I, do. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, in the ring here. Uh, Shayna gets the upper hand after some business outside, whatever that was. Uh, she targets Asuka's arm. Nia takes out Lana on the outside. Lana once again counters Nia into the steel steps. Lana tries for a Rana, lands on Nia's shoulder. Mind you, this is Asuka versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, then she turns out into a Rana. Shayna's distracted. Asuka rolls up Shayna for a three. Ugh. Ugh. She, so Their she first meeting. Win. Their first meeting is this. Is this actually their first meeting? This is the first That's time they've. Uh... Well, I think in a while oh, out. They've, they've been, they, you know, like Oscar was in the chamber match that Sh- uh, Shayna dominated. Right. That's where they had a sort of a thing. Yeah. But this is, I believe, their first one on one contest. Yeah. Is, yeah. The focus is on something else well, entirely. Maybe we'll get to, we'll get, we got to get to that match at some point. We'll get to that match. At well, some we just point. had it, though. That's the problem. Anyways, uh, wanna... next we see Hurt Business backstage. They're talking about making a statement tonight. Some production assistant runs in, looks like a box of merch or something. The uh, and they're like, and Cedric just goes completely uh, hey, crazy. I'm on walking him. here. Yeah, tells him to move. He starts trying to move. He heads in the direction of Lashley. MVP goes, no, you should be going the other way. Yeah, he like, runs off. They laugh in front of him. Idiot. 
then we had extended recap of the AJ Miz Morrison saga. Don't talk, don't you know just from mention. last week. This is the only recap I mentioned. But part of me wanted to make note of them <laughs> just to keep tabs on how many yeah, there were. Yeah, I know. I they know. were there were at least half a dozen. It, there was a t- dude Ross. You know, I said Ross started with Randy Orton coming. No, it started with five minutes. Yeah, a solid five minutes recapping recap. the like seven minute segment that opened up last week. Yeah, like they recapped recap. everything except for you know awkward silences. And then they recapped a bunch of stuff that already happened earlier in the night. Yeah. It was too much. So anyways, Riddle is uh, uh, offering up some uh, bro nuts. It's his latest uh, oh, to Ricochet business idea. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro nuts to Ricochet and Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke, yeah. Uh, they're like, no thanks, we're trying to strategize. He's like, oh. So then an interviewer comes up, and she's like, Sarah, hey, yeah. hey, Ricochet, uh, what's going on with you and Retribution? He's like, look, I'm not opposed to being on a team. I'm opposed to being on a team of jackasses. And uh, Dana says, I'm not going to let anyone disrespect me. But tonight is about teamwork because they have a mixed tag match. And she said, I won't hesitate to slap around that Mustafa Ali if he gets in my way. And I, look at my black eye. I got I owe me a one for this one. Reckoning. Yeah. yeah. Can I give her a reckoning? Hey, Dana Brooke was kind of cool in this match, man. Again, less than a five minute match, though. Yeah, I know. This is kind of like one thing for me personally, I can tell you. The, the show generally feels like less of an energy suck if you give me a good, meaty 20-minute match within the first hour. But yeah. it's all these little, tiny segments that well, just it's, sort of it's, wear it's you down. a good, meaty 20-minute match of consequence. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Making something that matters. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah, dude, this... even, even the, ta- like I said, even, even before the, ha- even the handicap match, there really were no consequences there, but it was a really fun match. Some stuff happened. Well, there was a cool well, thing by the in end the end. Of it, by the end of it, you felt there was consequences. That's true. Involved. Yeah, that's true. Something you know? did happen, yeah. Uh, so anyways, Dana Brooke. The only thing that happened at the end of this match is Mustafa Ali getting the ring and berating Mia Yim and Shane Thorne. I'm hoping. Number one, it's kind of cool that they keep on going back to Slapjack. Um, I like that. I do uh, like that, but where's T-Bar and Mace? I mean, given how they're booked, do you care? Like, does it matter? Their book's I mean, so hapless. D- I mean, Dijak is actually, I mean, I, don't, I have not seen a whole lot of Dio Madden's work, so I don't know, like, you know, the quality of matches he's put on. Yeah, I've seen plenty of Dijak's matches. He oh, puts on great. fun matches. He's great, but like clearly, and even as even as T Bar when he's been in matches, which like he's he's had Dude, all of maybe he elbowed his way into a hurt lock. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> I'm in a tight spot. I'm in a tight spot. Tap. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Dana Brooke got the pin on Reckoning, whose mask stayed on this time. Yeah, it was like um, a, a sit-down Mishinoku driver. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was rad. I know Dana Brooke is great. Uh, so uh, afterwards, like you said, Mustafa Ali, uh, and I really just want him to fire Reckoning so she could be medium. Just fire her. Just let her let, let her go, and then she could just join regular roster as medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. I don't know about Shane Thorne. Maybe the same for him. I feel like he has has a bigger shot of getting left in the. In I'll tell you what. By him. the time of the Royal Rumble, Retribution will be no more. Walk me through that. Is that a shoot? That's you got a scoop. You got an exclusive. No, I got no info. This is my gut. By the Rumble, that's only that's less a than month two and months a half. away. It's a month and a half. Yeah. I'd like to believe you. But you know they, you know they just like to beat a dead horse, man. Yeah, but then other other instances when they realize they got nothing going, they're like, all right, we'll just get up on it. Yeah, but then like they won't go revert to being who they were. 
No. They'll just like it'll be like a weird like, oh here's reckoning. Now here reckoning, you've been kicked out of retribution. Just Wait, you're still reckoning? Just continue to be. We know you're Mia Yim. Yeah. Yeah. You posted it on social yeah. and your mask came off, by the way. Yeah, we all saw your your Mia Yim. We heard the referee, I believe the referee referred to you as Mia Yim during the match. Speaking of people who knows Mia Yim, yes. Keith Lee approached yes. Sheamus backstage, literally the exact same segment they did last week. Keith Lee, probably unbeknownst to Drew McIntyre, has Drew McIntyre's oh, sure. back here totally, uh, yeah. going up to Sheamus saying, hey, uh, I know I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I got my eyes on you, pal. Hey, pal. Got my eyes on you. And Sheamus said, yeah, tell you the same thing I did last week because it's the exact same segment we did last week. Yeah, virtually. I'm going to go turn on my partner and beat him up. Yep. yep like, what business it. is this Keith Lee's? If Drew gets turned on that's his worth on yeah that's what that's, that's what happens this is wrestling angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, next we had Ms. TV with AJ Styles. Gosh. What was, let me ask you something. What were your emotions? What were your feelings when Miz and Morrison were doing their Seamus and Drew impression that lasted like a half hour on its own. You remember on my bachelor party when you were on the boat and yeah, I and felt the, like I had to vomit the whole time? Yeah, right. It was something akin to that. Oh, wow, yeah. And then the fish threw up on you. Yeah. He, he, he yelled at the table said, stop me. that. Yeah. <laughs> you got swerved by a fish. Well, the fish was letting me know how they felt in the water, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel <laughs> you, brother. But you said, stop that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if, if I really want to create a memorable moment, I should I should have been on the fish, you know? <laughs> Sadly, my the contents of my stomach had all been overboard by that point. That would be great. Oh, I would have died if you had thrown up on the fish. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I mean, me. the fish couldn't help it. It just got pulled up, you know, dozens of feet. I know, that poor fish, and then his guts come up. Yeah. That was messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, anyways, this was this was this was trash. This so whole segment was trash. AJ's their guest, and they're like, and don't because I'll just do the Steve notes because these are quick. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to relive this honestly. They're like, how are you going to stop Drew in a TLC match? AJ says, I'm going to use table ladders and chairs. Then Miz and Morrison do a really long impersonation of Drew and Sheamus. It was so bad. It, it was, was so long. So bad. It took forever for them to oh, do. Oh gosh. I don't think I've ever been happier to see Seamus in my life when he came out. And, <laughs> and it, it he didn't this. even interrupt them. He let them finish the gag. He let them finish it. It's and so then bad. he comes out. If so pro wrestling bad. is all about interrupting promos, 
It's like a yeah. tried and true tradition. Oh, it was so bad. So Seamus comes out and says, yeah, good job. I'm going to beat you guys up. And they're like, no, you have no friends. The three is, uh, there are three of us, one of you. And then he's like, oh, no, I got a friend. And he's named Drew McIntyre because they haven't seen every backstage segment that you guys have, these guys have done over the past, like, three months. Drew comes down, uh, and he's like, you know what? I got to give respect to Miz and Morrison. No matter how many times I knock these guys down or we knock these guys down, they come back for more. He talks uh, about Miz not having any balls. Uh, because uh, Maurice put them in her purse, and so he just uses Morrison's balls because he made him his bitch. Uh, and then sort of a brawl breaks out, and then probably the most impressive moment of the night. Oh, man, that was incredible. Drew chucked that Money in the Bank briefcase clear from the ring to the back of the stage. Yeah, like, it bounced it hit off the, the back board. Yeah. It did. That was impressive as that hell. That was damn impressive. That was damn impressive. It was a highlight of the whole segment by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, where, can we go somewhere to, to, to start a petition to cancel Miss TV? Where we go to do that? Does anybody know of a website where we can start a petition? I got a pen and paper right here. I want to I file a change.org petition. Where do I go to do that? I don't know the website. I don't know uh, either. <laughs> after that, we had Kofi uh, versus Shelton Benjamin because last week we had Xavier Woods versus Cedric uh, Alexander. Cedric Alexander. Uh, uh, Kofi ends up being, and I remember texting. Him, I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This will take up like a good 20, 25 minutes." Well, you were uh, almost there. It took about fifteen to eighteen, but it wasn't just one match. It was with two. It's two matches because Kofi ended up beating Shelton in uh, five about to five seven minutes. minutes or so. Yeah, it was five minutes, quick. yeah, with the trouble in paradise. Uh, as he's leaving with Xavier Wood, Cedric gets on the mic and he rage challenges Kofi for a match. I'm tired of you guys. Oh, I slip it through the cracks, slip it through our fingers. Get in here. So Kofi's like, okay. Xavier Woods is like, oh, he's going to beat him now. So uh, Cedric goes after Kofi's knee. Commentary really pushes. They show footage of him tweaking it during his mm-hmm. match with Shelton. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, targeting that. We get a close call. Targeted. Kofi hitting a really nasty-looking <laughs> targeted uh, an S- uh, SOS. Uh, Cedric hits a really cool-looking spinning brain buster for two. Oh, man, And then uh, he eventually uh, gets a lumbar check on Kofi for three. For the win. I'm, I'm happy that Cedric is getting a push. He's great. It's awesome. It's so great. Now, yeah, his, his take on his character has been phenomenal. It's been fantastic. It's been great stuff. Yeah, I wonder, dude, I wonder how much of this stuff, you know, I mean, we, we heard he had mentioned that MVP was sort of, you know, mm-hmm. helping guide the creative here. The faction stuff works so well, and I wonder if that's stuff that he picked up from his time in, in Japan working there. Could be. That wouldn't be. shock me at all, given mm-hmm. it was so faction heavy, and mm-hmm. it seems to be paying off quite a bit because they're using these guys. Everybody is getting the most out of these guys. I know. After that, we had a two-on-three handicap match. You had Drew and Sheamus taking on Miz, Morrison, and AJ Styles. Again, for the most part, Miz and Morrison booked completely and totally hapless. That being said, I was pretty impressed with how snug John Morrison was working tonight. He was cracking people with those forearms, it looked like. Yeah. I, the, the specifically- that one in the back of Drew's head was rough. The part when you texted me, it was like a couple minutes after I had noticed Morrison when he tagged in and had Drew. They had Drew in the corner, and he was laying into him before that. He's like Drew got tossed in that corner, and you see Morrison with the elbow or form. Yeah, to the back of the head, to the yeah. back of Drew's head. That's like, ah! yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was working snug. Yeah, really, um, really this, stiff. This is a really. This is actually a really fun, really long match. Um AJ Styles ended up getting the pin on Sheamus uh, with a phenomenal forearm. 
after, after Sheamus yes. accidentally broke kicked Drew McIntyre because uh, J- uh, Morrison had evaded a bro kick, mm-hmm. and uh, that went straight into Drew McIntyre. So that set up uh, the end of this match, uh, or that was the, the finish of the match. Yeah, the whole last third of this match was actually really, really good. Really, it really was. good. It was, and Drew and Sheamus just ended up sort of you know staring at each other like, hey, we're about to, you know, this is about to happen. I'm really glad they they rolled with this because it sort of played out the way it should for these two. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll get to in a moment, but first... In a, in a moment, yes. Next, Lana and Oscar backstage. Lana's super anxious about facing Naya next week. It's like, I don't think I could beat her. Uh, but she says, Oscar, I think you and me, we can win the tag titles, but I can't face Naya by myself. And Oscar tells Lana, you got to believe in yourself. You can beat Naya Jax, and you'll, we'll become women tag champions. And so Lana's kind of like uh, chanting to herself, I can beat Naya Jax, I can beat Naya Jax. Oscar leaves, Lana turns around, Naya's right there in front of her. She just does this. Slow head shake. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, so after that, Seamus is backstage. He's all amped up, and uh, uh, an interviewer comes up to him. <laughs> you probably know which one. Um, and he says, uh, I think it was Charlie, yeah. I think it was Charlie. Anyways, uh, uh, he says, uh, she's like, hey, what's your deal? And he's like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. Drew's going to come. Drew McIntyre is going to come back here and kick my ass. And I'm going to have to kick his. And uh, he's asked, was it intentional, the bro kick? He says, no, of course not. Drew comes in, interrupts. Seamus says, you know that wasn't intentional, right? And Drew says, you know what's about to happen now. We come back from commercial. Sure enough, they're fighting. Yeah, they're fighting. Uh, Pat Buck, poor Pat Buck. Poor Pat. Comes to try to break it up. They lay him out and powerbomb him through a catering table. And then, like, it's all good. Seamus is like, hey, go buy me a pint. You're cheap. It's your time to 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 buy around. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, like Thebar yeah. 2.0 to a degree, but yeah, sure. No, I like that stuff. I like that stuff, and that's why I mean they're going to need a really solid. I mean, I don't know if it's Sheamus winning the Rumble to eventually get them to that point, and it ends up being, you know, Sheamus doesn't turn on Drew. Although I think a turn probably would, you know, be more interesting than a friendly rivalry. I don't know. I don't know. I will kind of wonder with the reason they're they're putting Keith Lee and get him involved in all this. Is to eat a pin? <laughs> no. Somewhere. I was going to say to have him involved in the story so that after Sheamus loses to Drew, Keith Lee can have a thing with Sheamus to build him up after he wins the Royal Rumble. Mm. Keith Lee, that is, to build him up in on his path to face Drew at WrestleMania. That could be. That could be. Yeah. Uh, after that, they had Lashley versus Jeff Hardy. I like this because they, 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 yeah, they said this match is put into place because Jeff Hardy beat Elias last week, and so he gets a shot at Lashley. And I'm assuming if he wins, because this wasn't for the title, yeah. But if he won this, I'd put him in a good spot to be. Obviously, that's how WWE you know, does thing. You want to, you want to get a title shot, beat the champion. <laughs> yeah, beat the champion to get a title shot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe I was just happy that uh, Elias and Jeff Hardy are done with. Yeah, that seems to be the case. So uh, Lashley comes out first. Jeff Hardy is in gorilla position. Uh, Riddle walks up to him. He and the whole night Riddle's carried around his his box of bro nuts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Hey, you know, I've been thinking about tag team names." And he said, "I just realized why well, they're called the Hurt Business uh, now." Uh, but he suggests to to Jeff Hardy, they call themselves the Hardy Bros. Mm-hmm. Hardy yeah. Bro yeah. puts over the the Hardy Brothers. Uh, Jeff goes out to the ring. Um, I missed a chunk of this 
So tell me what happened when Matt Riddle came out. I assume MVP was was getting involved, distracting Matt Hardy. I saw, I read on Twitter that he took one of uh, Matt Riddle's donuts during the course of this bout. Oh, that I didn't see. Oh, I saw that. I on Twitter. Maybe, maybe that was that was uh, that was not the case. No, I I, I probably missed it. But uh, no, I mean I did see this bit. MVP was yeah, exactly what you said. He was trying to distract uh, Jeff Hardy on the apron. Matt Riddle ran down, uh, took him off the apron. I didn't see the donut spot. That's pretty funny though. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, Riddle comes down, pulls him off. Uh, eventually, Lashley gets Hardy in a choke on the ground. Uh, Riddle's, you know, trying to pump him up. Hardy powers back up. Uh, Jawbreaker's out of it. Hardy ends up hitting a twist of fate. Uh, Lashley, oh, then he goes, yeah, he hits twist of fate. Then he goes up for a swanton, but he's really slow because he's been beat up quite a bit. Uh, uh, so he gets up there. By the time he gets up there, Lashley's come to. He moves, hits Hardy with a spear. Locks in the hurt lock. Uh, Hardy taps. Correct. Uh, afterwards, Matt Riddle gets, uh, or, or Lashley's not letting go of the hurt lock. Riddle gets in the ring. And then uh, Lashley more or less chucks Jeff Hardy into Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently he was eating one while they were walking up the ramp, uh, according gotcha. to East Nick here in the chat. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, no, that, that was, I thought that was good stuff. I think. Mm-hmm. Riddle, Riddle, and Lashley roping Jeff Hardy into it, maybe somehow. Um, that's good stuff. Right it's all there. good stuff. Uh, after that, we had uh, Randall Keith Orton backstage in his own personal locker room. There's a knock at the door. He answers. No one's there. He turns around. He hears Rambling Rabbit's voice. He turns back around. Rambling Rabbit's kind of poking his head through the door. Uh, <laughs> he says, Bray, can't wait to face you. It's going to be fun. It's not weird that Orton wouldn't just attack the guy who's holding Rambling Rabbit. Yeah, no. You'd think that'd be the case, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't. He was like, it wasn't. Par for the course here at the WWE. Yep. Logic. Uh, so, so that brings us to our main event, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, and yeah, like I said, you know, they didn't give this match a ton of time, but uh, they didn't really need to. It was fun, though. They went to the outside pretty quickly. Bray dropped Randy onto the oh, table out there. Belly to backs, man. Those are great. Yeah. Uh, then right before they go to commercial break, I mentioned this at the head. Yeah, we wow, we will be right back. And they go to commercial. When they get back, Randy's got the upper hand. Uh, Wyatt comes back though, hits Orton with a, a really cool impaler DDT. Um, mm-hmm. Wyatt tries Sister Abigail. Randy counters with a neck breaker. Wyatt goes for another. We get the eye poke, the draping DDT, and then the finish that I talked about. The lights sort of half go down. Uh, Orton hits RKO. The rest of the lights go down as he covers. Red lights come up, and he's pinning the fiend. Mm-hmm. gets up, gives him the claw. Yep. Um, so really entertaining main event. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a, a slog to get through those first two hours. It really was. Yeah, the first two hours were... Woo! Uh, Jorge D says, on a YouTube network exclusive... We'll do some uh, friendo questions now. Uh, Jorge D here in chat says, on a YouTube network exclusive, Angel Garza gave a rose to a female mysterious admirer what if it turns out to be Eva Marie? If not, who do you choose? So PW Insider had mentioned mm-hmm. that Eva Marie is listed on the internal roster mm-hmm. at WWE. Correct. So evidently yep. she has been signed. Yep. That's uh, pretty cool. Interesting. Mike Lucas says Ms. TV is the raw version of an Elias song. Uh, Elias is on raw too. An Elias song is the raw version of that. Ms. TV is the raw version of a Baron Corbin promo. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would. That's that's yeah, that's what I would call it. Yeah, uh, Frankie Boy 
one two two zero. Hey, friendos, do you guys think they'll stretch out Fiend and Orton to Mania so we get a Funhouse match? No, I think Orton Edge, unless Edge like can't recover from his uh, triceps injury in time. That's that's the Mania match for for Randy. Um, to maybe what's the pay per view after the Rumble? Uh, road something usually, or other. Usually, no. elimination chamber somewhere in there. Chamber, yeah. Anyways, one of the one of the B pay per views between yeah, Mania chamber. and Rumble. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's elimination. Have a funhouse match there to kind of give people a reason to watch a B level pay per view on the road to Mania. Um, I could I think see. That'd be a I good mean, idea. Wyatt's got a lot of options. I could see Bray if Bray is really if they're considering Bray a face. I could see Bray versus AJ at uh, mm-hmm. maybe at Mania. They could do a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. I mean, any of the older guys. I mean, if you know Bray trying to bring up New Japan or or TNA, any of that stuff, that could be a fun deviation. That could be fun. I know. I'm not sure how they do it, but uh, Alex Foster. Uh, what other heels and faces should be friends? Talking about Drew and. Seamus. I feel like Asuka and Shayna should be friends. Oh, my God. I was just thinking that. I was totally just thinking that. Also, because uh, uh, Karen, our friend O'Karen, mentioned earlier tonight on Twitter, she's like, it'd be cool to see them as a tag team. Totally true. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, GT Racer, Randy and Brace fight should have pulled them into Tropicana Field like another dimension. Interdimension tension. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this? What about uh, heel Sammy and current face Kevin Owens reignite yeah, their uh, their friendship, but they remain on those spectrums? Uh, uh, dang MQ, the WB is probably waiting for Charlotte to return to take the title off Oscar. Uh, that's a possibility, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Church Jackson, should the WWE address the fact that Randy basically killed Husky Harris by punting him out of the WWE, thus creating Bray? That's definitely something. That's definitely. I mean, that they he didn't even address Husky. Uh, Husky. Well, Huskus mm-hmm. is obviously a Husky Harris reference, mm-hmm. but that's a that's a great idea. There's a yeah. lot of directions they could take. Randy. Oh, Orton I know. Firefly I know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oops, sorry. It says Riddle needs to become a florist and sell bouquets of broses. Broses? Yeah, oh, instead okay. of roses. Broses. Okay. All right. I can, I can dig it. Wayne Scoggins. Who from NXT could help Raw com- compete with SmackDown? Triple H and HBK. Mm-hmm. They could. Mm-hmm. Unfettered. <laughs> uh, broken wheelchair. I want to see Sheamus versus Drew in a hammer throw competition. Yeah, or just like see who can throw the money in the bank briefcase for man. That toss was damn impressive, man. That was huge. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet says, "I'm surprised WWE didn't destroy the arena before they left it." That's a lot of expensive stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea, like you know, do like a brawn destruction thing, but that stuff Mm -hmm. is expensive and heavy. Mm -hmm. Mister Sinister, will we ever see almost wrestle? Jordan, are we going to see him wrestle? It might be a little while. Might be a while. Uh, night by night, which Raw superstar would you nominate to represent the Earth to the newly revealed Galactic Federation of Aliens? Did you hear about this? This was, There's a Galactic Federation of Aliens with an underground base on Mars. Apparently this is real. The former, the former head 
of the Israeli Space Authority. Um, apparently a well-respected guy, according to him. I didn't look up really his, his bona fides, but he was legitimately the Israeli Space Authority head. <laughs> Just let out there. Aliens exist. There is a federation of them. The leaders of our world know this. Apparently Trump wanted to let humanity know, and he was convinced otherwise. What are your thoughts? It's a lot to digest right now, Steve. Right? Yeah, it was pretty heavy. I found out earlier today. I'm coming to terms with it now. Um, I mean, while while I while I think about that, I guess we should answer Night by Night's question: Which raw superstar would you nominate to represent the Earth, the newly revealed Galactic Federation of Aliens? I mean, I feel like the only one who speaks a universal language is Asuka. Like, you know, she'll she'll talk. I don't know Japanese. I always understand what she's saying. Something there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And plus, if they try to fight, if they're like, man, if all these humans are as tough as this one, we're not going to mess with them. Yeah, I can't really argue with that. How fucked up would that be, though? If, like, tomorrow... Wouldn't that be weird? Like if tomorrow is just like Trump and a bunch of aliens on like the front page of the New York Times. I'm like, can't y'all just wait till January? Man. <laughs> wait till the 22nd, dude. Man. Uh, like, why, why, is the, why is the leader of your free world so tired all the time? <laughs> He's so sleepy. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, the funniest knock on a politician like ever. He's sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> He's deep a teepee. Oh, man. Uh, Ryan Supernova, Jeff Hardy has been on RTVs for well over 20 years now. Why has his double leg drop to the groin area never been a disqualification? Because he's hitting the lower abdomen with his heels. No, I, he's really I, hitting. I'm, that's, such a, that's such a loophole right there. Clearly, he's hitting dick and balls. Well, sort of like the what inverted atomic drop, where knee is hitting you square in the, in, in the, the ball area. That should be a DQ. Yeah, no, right. I, I agree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Maggie said, honestly, Trump creating Space Force was all the confirmation I needed regarding the existence of aliens. Harry Reid has said that, you know, he's he's basically, you know, saying that that stuff exists. Mm-hmm. Come on, Earth, get your shit together. I know. Grow up. <laughs> White Brownie. 92, does this Asuka and Lana storyline continue after TLC, and who does Asuka defend against at the Rumble? No, they'll lose at TLC, and that will be that. Mm-hmm. Who's Asuka defending? I don't know. At the Rumble? Either Naya or Shayna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's probably where we're going to get our big Asuka Shayna match, the one that will mm-hmm. matter you know mm-hmm. um, uh, um, sorry go ahead good moses supposes if you were to swap one raw superstar and one nxt superstar who would you swap in order to benefit both wrestlers i would trade carrion cross for yes. uh, uh for ali Oh wow, that's cool. That's that's a good one. I like that. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, Gloria, you said Dang MQ had something, right? Oh, sorry. Eva Marie could also be the mystery partner to Billy Kay on SmackDown. 
that's what he said. But it will probably end up being Tamina. Oh, yeah. That's right, because they got that match. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch Paul Heyman's apology to uh, to Kayla? Mm-mm. It was pretty funny. He just apologized uh, <clears throat> for Kevin Owens interrupting it. <laughs> called Kevin Owens a savage. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. He said, you should have never been put in that situation to have encountered Kevin Owens. <laughs> Unprofessional. Uh, the glorious broken sound. She was just so confused. Uh, the glorious broken sound wave. Who do you think the next person to join Roman's table? Jimmy Uso, uh, Tamina, or Nia Jax? It's not going to be well, Nia Jax. It'll be Jimmy. It's going to be Jimmy. Don't be Jimmy. Uh, D. Think, Hayes. Hey, when, sorry. When Jimmy comes back, are they going to pull some twin magic on Roman? <laughs> That'd be something else. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, sorry, go ahead. D. Hayes, since they keep rehashing old matches that Bray Wyatt lost and giving the win to The Fiend, even though it wouldn't happen, how big would it be for The Fiend to destroy Goldberg and no-sell everything? Well, like you said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't think Goldberg would allow it to happen. Not a chance. There isn't a check large enough in the world for him to do that because he doesn't want to, like, you know, show his already really old son that, like, monsters can beat his dad or something. That's weird. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Oh, uh, G-Man Fi uh, says, I was there when Husky got punted by Orton and the crowd was popping. Yeah, that sounds about right. I remember being there for, uh, or not being there, but watching when uh, Bray Wyatt debuted on Raw and like hearing like a mm-hmm. smattering of Husky Harris chants, and those disappeared quick because yeah. they were like, oh, really, man, this guy's really good. Cool. Yeah, this guy's really good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. What from Orton's past can be turned into a puppet on Firefly Funhouse? Oh, there's a lot. You got the yeah, snake on there. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good question from Spice Hot Taco. If you guys weren't running a wrestling show, would you still be watching WWE? Uh, so I would almost certainly be watching NXT. I would definitely be interested in AEW. I would probably give Raw a shot. And if it disappointed me too often, I probably would like... Record it fast forward to the parts that are boring. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd probably watch SmackDown. SmackDown's so breezy. I'd probably watch SmackDown. I ain't doing nothing else. So, yeah. I mean, it all depends on what other job I had. Yeah, exactly. If I was independently wealthy and I didn't have nothing to do, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, Gareth, what raw superstar is Ashley an alien imposter living among us? Galactic Federation, yeah. No, which raw superstar is actually an alien imposter living? Part among us? of the Galactic yes, Federation, yes. please. Yes. Yeah. But who is it? Uh, boy, um, Leon Ruff. Some of his moves look very like they're defying physics. But it's raw superstar, very particular raw superstar. Oh, Matt Riddle. Okay, sure. Yeah. Pat Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you consider him a raw superstar? 
Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's in front of the camera. Yeah, superstar. Uh, Ryan Rubik's Cube says, what active pro wrestler would play the best U.S. president in a feature film? Active, so you can't say John Cena. I know, I know. Um, oh, Adam Pierce. Easy. MVP. Yeah, that's good. MVP. That's good. Or he might be like a secretary of defense. He's like the guy nudging the president into like using nukes. <laughs> Maybe like a more calming present uh, presence for a president. Let's see here. Um, uh, Xavier Woods. Too young. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Uh, if, if we're looking at like an air force one type situation or like an action movie and like a Randy Orton, yeah, he's yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. Randy yeah, Orton, he is. he is. Yeah. He's 40. I'm trying to think what about what, what role would Samoa Joe play in this particular movie? Oh he's man. Got, he'd be a great he's got gravitas. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, he does. It's a great speaker. He'd be like, like the poet laureate people. He'd be like the poet laureate. All right, He'd be trapped there with them because he was coming to being celebrating being poet laureate. <laughs> um, yeah, M- MVP would definitely be the uh, the the uh, whatever. What do you call that? Like the, one of the head commander guy, Joint Chiefs. Joint Chiefs. There you go. There you go. Uh, J. Ray B. What wrestlers who debuted in WWE between 2005 and 2015 have had Hall of Fame careers, and are there any first bout Hall of Famers left in that period? Debuting between 2005 five and 2015. Well, like CM Punk, like like debuting in WWE specifically. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, debuted in WWE. Yeah, so Punk. Well, CM yeah. Punk should be. A Hall of Famer. Yeah, he should be. I don't think he's going to be, but he should be. Um, okay, so that's too early. 2005 and later. A lot of duds debuted around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there you go. Kofi. Everybody's saying Kofi. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's a good The one. Shield guys. Mm-hmm. Bray. Yep, yep. yep. Right yeah, back. Yeah, every... Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, right back. Jackson Riker. Oh gosh. Uh, Great Corn Escape with Sub. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Miz. Would the Miz be a first ballot Hall of Famer? I mean, not my mind, but he is a Hall of Famer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Did anybody mention Seamus? Seamus is definitely a Hall of Famer. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Dolph, Dolph's definitely a Hall of Famer. Definitely a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he debuted before. When was the Spirit Squad debut? That was before 2005. 2008. Oh, okay. I guess not then. But he wasn't Dolph Ziggler then. No, obviously not. He was Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Andre Zimpel. With 2020 coming to an end and setting COVID to the side, would you say this was a good year for wrestling, a bad year for wrestling, or was it just meh? It was an interesting year for mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. To see wrestling, I mean, probably if you're gonna, if you had to say good or bad, it'd be bad just because of how many people missed out on work opportunities. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, that's and even us as a viewer of wrestling, as people who uh, ingest partake in in televised wrestling, uh, you didn't get the full experience. You know, there was plenty of really good matches, um, even in the empty arena era, if you will. Um, but it still is the same without the crowds being there. Mm-hmm. Crowds mm-hmm. are such an important part of the whole wrestling presentation. You take that out, it's just not quite the same show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Dave Matushek, which is weirder, WWE's recent booking or Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders in a Lifetime TV movie? Well, the way I look at it, Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders is very consistent with how KFC has been doing their marketing. So that's really not the outside the uh, uh, the ordinary outside the realm of possibility. I don't consider that that weird based on their marketing campaign. Okay, let, let me back this question up then. What's weirder? Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders in a Lifetime TV movie or Shawn Michaels as making his big return to WWE as Colonel Sanders. That's weirder given the context. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that is weirder, right? Mm-hmm. This is a good question from Dang MQ. With the Thunderdome moving Tropicana Field and them having a pigeon outbreak, who is the first superstar to get pooped on? Oh, man. Uh, in a perfect world to be Baron Corbin. Yeah, it, yeah, totally. That'd be great if it was a Roman. Pretty funny. Like, how do you recover from that? Uh, it'd be great if it was during an episode of Miz TV. <laughs> yeah. It just started raining pigeon poop. Just all the shit everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all the questions I have here on the Patreon. Uh, uh, one, more, asks, one more juicy one from Twitch. Oh, okay. Here, I'll find another. Oh, I don't really have that many left. Uh, Chench asks, could you see the shield in the Hall of Fame or no, because no Ambrose Moxley? Depends what kind of terms he's with the, you know, on with the company in 15 years. If he, yeah, if he was not, if he's not with AEW at the time, like if he contractually can do it, I'm sure he'll do it. Yeah. He he never said anything that was so, like so beyond anything Vince McMahon wouldn't be well number one 15 years and saying I'd be around yeah they're gonna get inducted with with Dean you know yeah. what I'll say about Dean though um he is one of the guys that really successfully rebranded his name because now I just think of him as Mox. So often mm-hmm. it's difficult to think of that other mm-hmm. person as mm-hmm. their other name outside of WWE. Well, I think part of it, too, like, for example, Brody Lee. I don't think of Luke Harper anymore. I think of Brody Lee. But yeah, I also know he one, was yeah. Brody Lee before he was Luke Harper. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think it helps that while I might be terribly familiar with their work as their names prior to WWE, knowing that they had a name prior to WWE makes it easier in my mind to go back to that and say, oh, that's – that's who they were this whole time, you know? Like, I still think of Sandow as Sandow, you know? Yeah. I still have a hard time saying uh, Miro instead of Rusev. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a bit more accustomed to that one because of the hair, I think. Anyways, mm-hmm. and, like, just now I know. he. I, I just see him as a guy on Twitch, and I think of Rusev as the guy with, like, the longer hair on Flats. WWE. Flats has it. It's not Matt. I, I don't know who Matt Cardona is. I know who Zack Ryder is. You know, I barely know how to say Cardona. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Twitch chat. Stick around. We'll hang out for a second. Yep. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.